everyone. Welcome to the Acrobatic Arts Podcast. I'm Loren, and I will be interviewing some of the top leaders and innovators from the dance and acrobatic industry. If you are a teacher, performer, student, or a lifelong learner like myself, you are sure to find these episodes intriguing and full of inspiration. Acrobatic Arts is passionate about providing current and relevant information for everyone. So please, sit back and enjoy as we share our passion with you and the world. If you have ever wondered what progress cards are and how we use them at Acrobatic Arts, stay tuned and Heather Lawrence Thomas will tell you what these fabulous cards are all about. Good morning, everyone. I'm really excited to share with you today. I want to talk about progress cards and how they can help you as a teacher in your classroom to keep you organized and also to set goals for your dancers. We have 12 progress cards, one for every level, starting right down at primary and all the way up to the pre-pro three. Now, the purpose of the cards is so that you, the teacher, can track the dancer's progress, but also so the dancer themselves can keep track of where they are in each level. So example, we have our primary card here. Every card is set up in the same format. There's the five sections that acrobatic arts works in, which is your flexibility, strength, balancing, limbering, and tumbling. And then under each section, you have the skills that are required for that level. So everyone has 28 skills on them. And as I said, there's one for every level from primary to pre-pro three. Now, how do you use these? The best way is to do some testing in your classes. So you can test it in every class if you want, the last five minutes. You can use a whole class that you set aside for testing, or maybe you have a certain date that you wanna assign for testing or at the end of a session or before a holiday. And how does testing work? Well, let's say you're gonna do it with the whole class. So in primary, we're going today to test on the ball pose under your limbering section, all right? So everybody show me ball pose. Everybody has their cards in front of them. You've spread out maybe some stars along the floor in front of the dancers and they show you their ball pose. And you can tell the children which are successful at doing the ball pose correctly, that they can put a star on their card. Now, maybe some of the dancers weren't successful. You can give them some corrections, like don't forget, put your forehead on your knees, make sure your hands are flat on the floor, you're up on demi point, and then you can give them a second try and have them do it again. And maybe then they'll get their star. Now, when you are doing your testing, no matter which way that you do your format, it's really important that you don't be, um, what's a nice way to say it, too easy on them, all right? You want to be a little bit of a stickler because you want them to achieve a good standard. So make sure they are doing it correctly and they are not just giving into it. Now, maybe you're going to do it the last five minutes of a class. So you give them their cards, you have your stars set out so they can do it to save some time so that you're not stopping and putting a star on each card. And they can come in front of you and tell you what they want to be tested on. And again, be tough, all right? Yes, it was great, you can have a star, or um, here's some corrections, go away and practice it, and then come on back and I'd love to see you do it again. 
what's going to be fantastic about this is that when they have completed their whole card and they have 28 stars, or it can be initials, it can be check marks, it can be whatever you want it to be. We know as the teacher that they are now ready to take that exam. So you're going to send this card home with them and a letter which, ha which has information about their exam. So an invitation to participate. It's going to have your studio logo on it, information about the date when you're going to run the exams, what they need to wear and the cost. So the card goes home and the letter goes home with that child. And everybody's going to be excited for this child because they might be the only one that completed their card that day. They're going to take it home and they're going to show their parent and their parents going to be excited for them because they have accomplished something and now they're ready to move on. Now, let's say this is Sally and Sally has finished her primary work. She's got all her stars. She's ready to do her exam. Now, we don't want Sally to get bored. So we're now going to challenge her with her orange card, her level one. She doesn't need to change classes. She can still work on everything in the level one while she's in her regular class. And she's going to be motivated and excited because she's the only one right now with that orange card. What do you think those other primary kids are gonna do? They're gonna work twice as hard because they wanna leave the yellow card and get to the orange card, just like Sally. Now, the other thing that's really great about the cards is that when a parent comes to you and says, well, why isn't Abigail taking her exam, but Sally is, you can pull out Abigail's card and say, well, look, she's only got half of the elements checked off. She needs to be able to complete all 28 of these skills to be ready for her exam. So it's a really great way to show the parents also how far the child has progressed and maybe what they need to work on. And it's gonna help that parent encourage the child to maybe practice more, work on their skills, encourage them at home. Now, as I said, we wanna to be tough when we're awarding our stars or check marks in our categories, all right? But at the same time, we don't wanna be discouraging. It's really important that we keep them motivated and moving forward. So let's say we have a, an older student and they're coming in to do um, their level two and they're a little bit stiff in their shoulders. So if we move to the limbering and we've got walk down the wall halfway and back up, it's a pretty tough skill for some students, a little bit scary going backwards and reaching for the wall. And also if they're tight in their shoulders, it's quite difficult. So excuse me, instead of being discouraging and saying, no, you didn't do it, no, you didn't do it, no, you didn't do it week after week. Let's use the back of our card and let's write that skill here. Now let's break it down. The first step could be reach back with both hands and touch the wall, both hands at the same time, at the same level. Check mark, they've accomplished that. Reach back, touch the wall with both hands at the same time, at the same level and come back off the wall. Check mark, done that. So you can break the skill down into little tiny little pieces until they can actually do the full skill. That way you're going to be encouraging and motivating that student to be able to accomplish the work necessary. These beautiful cards, you can order these uh, in these gorgeous colors 
from our head office. They are sold in bundles of 20. And that means you don't have to have 20 primary, 20 level one, but you can mix the groups up together as long as the, the total count is in groups of 20. And they will be shipped out to you. If you have the new acrobatic arts, acro dance resource center, and if you go into the featured section under teaching tools, you'll find the progress cards right there. And bonus, you can just email them right to yourself or you can email them directly out to your dancers, especially right now if you're still on Zoom and the kids are working out of their homes, you can send it right to them and they can print it off and you can tell them which ones, which skills that they can have a check mark for. If you have our original app, or if you go on to the certified teachers section, you will find progress stars there. It doesn't say progress cards, it says progress stars. Well, what's a progress star? Well, it's basically the same thing, except it's another way that you can do it. You can use your levels from your manual. You could blow them up if you want, make them much larger than this. And now you're going to give each item a color, a color of a star or a color of a check mark, whatever you're going to use. Your dancers can look at the, at the chart, pick what they want to be tested on, and then you have the stationary stars. What I've done is I've divided it into five sections. Each section is a part of the syllabus for each level. This is for level three, gonna get tested on something in the flexibility. And if they accomplish it and they do it good enough that you think it's exam worthy, they can get a check mark, initial or a star. And this is another way exactly the same as the cards that you can keep track of your dancer's progress. And I have one more little idea for you, a fun way that you could do it with your dancers, especially your younger ones, is they could trace their hand. Then the five digits of your hand become the five sections within each syllabus. And you do the same thing, you match it up with your level, all right, with the color coding, and then they can accomplish all of their skills, all 28 on their own hand. And that's a fun way to do it. Well, I hope that's been uh, informative for you. Thank you so much for sharing some time with us today. Thank you so much, Heather, for sharing your wealth of knowledge and experience in the dance studio. Don't forget everyone, we have sports psychologist Dr. Alicia Strong coming up. Please send your questions to podcast at acrobaticarts.com. Hope to hear from you soon. Thanks for listening, everyone, and have a great day.